Asian Pop Nation on Sin 90.7. Hey everybody, welcome to Asian Pop Nation, aka Sin's resident Asian music and culture show. Oh my god, it has been a hot minute since I've been doing that little intro and talking to you guys. Oh my god. But for some of our listeners who are tuning into our show right now, and this is your first time listening to Asia Pop Nation. Hi, my name is Leisha, the executive producer of APN. And first, let's talk to the two songs that you just heard on our show. We first played the track titled Rush Hour by Crush featuring J-Hope from BTS. And fun fact, this was actually the first release from Crush since completing his military service. And moving along from that, we then played another really fun, upbeat track, this time coming from JB, who you may know from the K-pop male group GOT7, but this time he is back with his own solo song titled Go Up. And this actually comes from his new EP titled Be Yourself. Now, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, it definitely has been a hot minute since you and I, dear listener, have sat down and just chit-chatted with each other a bit. For some of you who may have tuned into our last show, we actually took a little bit of a break since we did finish our season three run. But this time for the month of October, we are back better than ever for our final season four run of APN 2022. Oh my god, I can't believe I just like said those words all together. But in honor of the start of our season four run, you will not just be joining myself, of course, but you will be hearing from our APN team tonight of Tracy, JP, Ethan, and our new member to APN, Alishma. Oh my god! So we are so, so excited for you guys to tune in as we've got a lot of conversations. We're going to be talking about some events that occurred a couple weeks ago, such as the Crunchyroll Expo in Australia, as well as the Netflix to Doom event. And you guys definitely want to tune in to listen to all of these really incredible conversations with our team. So without further ado, let's get back to the music so that we can get into all of these fun topics. And now we're going to be playing the song titled Cassie, which was produced by PJ. And the song actually comes from the Korean male artist Wonstein. So tune in and jam out here on Asian Pop Nation. Hey, you're tuning in to Asian Pop Nation here on Sin, and we just played three really, really nice, fun tracks, starting first with the song titled Cassie, which is produced by PJ, and the song comes from the Korean male artist Wonstein. And moving along from that, we then played the song titled Ribbit. Yes, like the sound that you hear when you see a frog. But once again, it's the song titled Ribbit by Swim Good and Clavita, which comes from a very, very fun EP called Childling. So definitely check it out for sure. And then moving along from that, we then played the song titled Five Ciphers of Love. And this comes from the Hong Kong girl group called Lolly Talk. And actually, fun fact, this Hong Kong girl group was formed on the fourth season of the talent show Kingmaker back in 2021. So I think that is a really, really nice fun fact to segue into our little conversation we're going to be having right now, which is welcoming you, dear listener, to our season four run of APN. Now, there's a lot of little things we want to announce during this season four special. So definitely listen in right now. Hello, dear listeners that are tuning in to our show right now. Uh, saying these type of words, it's kind of like, I don't know, at the moment it feels a little bit nostalgic because it's 
might be one of the last times we get to say it. <gasps> Whoa. Well, that I made it sound like this is the end of APN forever. But no, 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 guys, before you like hit hit the turn off button, you're like, okay, this is the end. We're in our final season, baby. Whoa, yeah. Oh, pop, 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 pop. Final season of the year. Uh, I keep final... having to say that. Of yes. the year. Final yeah, season year. of the year. APN is returning next year. It just happens to be our last season of 2022. Yes, it is our last <laughs> season of 2022. But also with like the end of the season, I don't know, something's may change over the next year. We don't know. I don't want to think so fast into the next year. APN will turn into American Pop Nation next year. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. The A is actually turns into a B. We're like going down the alphabet. British pop nation, let's go. British pop nation. Yeah. yeah. The most underrepresentative minority in Australia, British people. (laughs) I wanted to think more about what we want to look forward to this final season of 2022. And I personally wanted to start first because I think one of the things I'm looking forward to the most is that we actually have a new team member for season four. Yay! Oh, new character? Yay. New character unlocked. Oh we are not player one. We're not pulling the like the, okay. the video game references. <laughs> we're not cool like them. It's okay. We're cool now in a way. But again, so so excited. This is the one one of the biggest things I'm so excited for is that for season four, we have a new presenter and she's here right now. It's Alishma. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to join the show. And it's my first show on Sin. And yeah, I'm always fine. I'm excited to work on this program. Yeah. Oh yeah. We are so, we're so hyped for you to be here. And oh, okay, I have a question to ask. So I guess all of us here at APN, I'm sure our long-term listeners especially know by now that each of us kind of have our own realms of asian pop culture that we really really like especially but for you what what would be that like special spot for you the far listeners to know for me it's mostly like k-drama and k-pop but like recently i started watching like some of the thai shows and yeah they're pretty interesting and now i'm getting into like more chinese and like japanese pop music so yeah i'm looking at very diverse music and trying to expand my taste yeah but i would say i mostly listen to k-pop and k-drama and that's really my main interest welcome to the club (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. again a deep black hole that you can never escape from once you're in that genre oh (laughs) but yes we're so excited to have you here and i guess one question that i have for you which everyone also will be able to answer is what are you looking forward to the most for this season in particular I think I'm looking more forward to like developing my communication skills and also presenting skills okay. and also like trying to help you guys as much as possible, like maybe with editing later too, because I just want to have like as much experience and like, I don't know, skills as possible. Cause I don't really know how to help. It's my first time. I'm confused. So I'm just looking very forward to the show and. Oh, I like that. It's just like music to our ears. Like. Exactly. Oh my God. You're down for anything. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all we ever wanted. Um, so Tracy, what are you looking forward to? I don't know. I don't know what's so special about the final season, honestly. Um, Whoa! Like seasons are kind of like an arbitrary thing, right? We kind of follow the, um, I guess, the primary and secondary school si- uh, system mm-hmm. in Victoria, where the year is divided into four terms or seasons, we call uh-huh. them. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like, there's nothing that marks a difference in season oh yeah and we have a new playlist oh god we gotta do that so i guess, yes. I guess I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing um lee's new cover image for our season for our season four playlist that is um, so true which is, 
why is it for me? It's like a bit more sentimental, I guess, just because it's my last season. It's your last season in power. In power. You get overthrown. <laughs> Overseeing everyone, controlling yeah, everyone. Stage an the insurrection. Of Leisha. <laughs> I'm, of Leisha. I'm just a puppeteer controlling all these puppets, and this is yes. my final show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the last period of her dynasty, you know, all of Saudi. No, you can think of it like like the end of a presidential term. It's when you pass all the legislature all the legislature that you like you don't care about popularity anymore. You can just like whatever the heck you want. Don't have to worry about politics. Yeah, this is when you start your controversial era. You know, like you do it. Oh my god. <laughs> that is true. Okay, wait, what's yeah, what's soon like... you'll be in the Joe Rogan podcast, you know? <laughs> yeah, you can like do a bunch of like presidential like um like pardons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> Wait, what's like the controversial thing I could say right now to begin you can this journey? Use a brand name for one. No! Oh. <laughs> oh. a brand name, Lisa. I'll do it. There you <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I'm just looking forward to more laughs and goofs. Laughs and goofs. Yeah, laughs and goofs. Oh, Halloween I'm looking forward to, too. I love Halloween. That is Ooh, so yes. Yes. Yeah. Good spooky. It's like, um, it's like cosplaying it's for normies. What? <laughs> what? What? I mean, like Halloween, right? You dress up and stuff, except, you know, it's not as looked down upon. I yeah. mean, I guess. I guess. I and it's know. like horror themed as well. Yeah, horror. Yeah, yeah horror is great. Mm -hmm. That's a good point, actually. I'm looking forward to like the best of and um, like award season. So oh, yes, yeah. Those are end of the year. Yeah. And actually, stock of yeah. everything. I'm like thinking of like, I'm, I'm excited for like, I don't know, even beyond the episodes when we just have all of the playlists on our Spotify, which you can find through our Instagram, but also going on Spotify, just type in Asian Pop Nation. Um, just seeing our playlist being like fully complete and having every single song that we played for like the entire year. I just want to see the evolution from that and which season had the best music of all. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just like stuff like that. Three. Season three. Oh, oops, she's already putting the mark season three. She's already like season four, doesn't it? That's when I became playlist dictator. <laughs> That's true. Season four, what? The Christmas songs, who cares? Blah, move on. <laughs> yes, this is season four, the final season for APN 2022, but it does not mean it is the end of APN forever. So I hope you, the listeners, you will not only just stick around with us while we go through this final 2022 season together, but also, you know, stick around to our little show for many more years to come yeah and if this is your first time listening to our show um hi welcome we are available through asian population on facebook twitter and instagram Woohoo! season four yay yeah Hello, hello everyone here on Asian Pop Nation. If you're just tuning into our show right now, we just played three excellent tracks on our show, starting first with the song titled 007 by Taber featuring Sid, yes, the Sid from the internet. It's a really, really fun collaboration. So I hope you guys really enjoyed that song and add it to your playlist, maybe. But moving along from that, we then played another, another really great song. This time coming from BB with her new song titled Animal Farm. And lastly, we actually played a little B-side track, which comes from the Korean girl group NMIX with their song titled Cool Bracket Your Rainbow. And some of you guys may know that this is a B-side from their single titled Dice. Now, we are going to be entering a very, very big portion of our show here on APN, where we're going to go 
all full on in depth and giving you all the details. And I mean, really every single detail about the Crunchyroll Expo that occurred recently in Melbourne a couple of weeks ago. And we're going to be detailing some of our own personal anecdotes about what happened during the event. Seriously, there is so much content to go through. So without further ado, let's cut into our discussion for the Crunchyroll Expo Australia 2022. Boom! Wow! Anime! Woo! Come on, cheer with me, Leisha. Come on, you love Woo. anime. Right? I I love oh, anime. I can tell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you might be wondering, oh, why did I open up with anime? Well, because right now we're gonna talk about the Crunchyroll Expo, um, which happened like a few weeks uh, before uh, in relation to this recording. So. If you don't know what the Crunchyroll Expo was, it was an event that took place here in Melbourne back in September 17th to the 18th at the Melbourne Convention and Exhibition Center. Uh, so if you don't know who Crunchyroll is, um, first off, get out of that rock you're living under. Second off, Crunchyroll. <laughs> it is an anime distribution service. Um, it's a bit like Netflix. You know, you go on it, you can watch whatever anime you want. And this was basically uh, the first time that they held this big Crunchyroll Expo event here in Australia. I believe they did it back in America a lot. Is that right, Leisha? Um, yes, yes. And typically it would only be in California specifically. And apparently oh. the only other times they haven't done it in California was like virtually. So this is really the first time they're expanding outside of America and in Australia in general. Whoa. So this is like... Well, so we were the first pick for their expansion. Yeah. Whoa. Um, so that was pretty cool. Happened um, a while ago. There were lots of people there. Um, it was so big that it even made the news. So we'll talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll go into that more yeah. in depth later. But as oh. you mentioned, JP, it was very a big event that a lot of people attended in Melbourne, including actually quite a lot of us at APN also attended. I myself attended for the first day only. That and was Saturday, right? Yes, yes, on oh. Saturday. And JP, from my, from my knowledge, you've attended both. so you're Because gonna be... I was tabling as an artist. Yes. So and not that was only... a really interesting angle. Yeah, so not yeah. only were you there for like both days, you got the artist angle. and the artist angle, that's it. <laughs> and Ethan here attended Sunday. So yeah, again, we got like a whole mixture of um perspectives to go through so yeah. well, Lisa, we should start with yours because oh. you came on the first day right yeah take us through the journey like you know walking into the center oh if you can get yeah. in that like? this place whoa okay <laughs> the foreshadowing i will say spoiler alert my perspective comes from someone who literally has never been to an anime convention before so this is my very first one this is your first time ever yeah Full disclaimer, I went in there through a media pass. Thank you so much, Crunchyroll team, for giving us a media pass here at APN. Mm -hmm. um, but I had quite a lot of friends who were, like, they bought, like, the whole weekend pass, so they were already ready to go. A lot of them cosplayed as well for that day. So I was able to hear a lot from their end. Plus, a bunch of other people, too, as me and my plus one were leaving the venue. And let's say the thoughts were not very positive. <laughs> I think it's very clear that for many, many people who attended, even people who didn't attend it, but they were online when this was occurring, day one was a mess. And I'm not going to yes. sugarcoat it. It was a bit of an organizational mess. A lot of things went wrong. Primarily the one that ran, went wrong is the line situation. I think it was over a thousand people could not 
get in the venue at all on Saturday, mm-hmm. which is really very disappointing to hear. They did have like a refund policy situation that occurred, but for some people, it would like like it 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 still didn't like solve the issue because for a lot of people, they flew like interstate. Again, this had a whole reputation behind its back of being the first in Australia. People had high hopes, and the organization for day one was very bad. <laughs> Yes, it was so bad that uh, it even reached actual national news. Hatsune Miku on broad, you know, live TV, you know, with a headline. It was with a head. The headline read something like, you know, anime anger. Yes, it did. It's like thousands of people waited outside the center. Like it was five hour wait. What do I say? I mean, again, the major thing was the line, of course. And again, the fact that just a thousand people couldn't get in. The weather was also terrible on Saturday, which is something mm-hmm. you can easily check on the weather apps that the weather was really going to be bad, but they had the line outside. So while these thousand plus people were waiting outside, they also had no shelter. The wind was blowing. It was raining so hard. And again, thousands of cosplayers there too. And it's like their hard work money and yeah. effort that they put into creating their outfits yeah like, Miku, down and sad in the rain in the rain yeah. yeah it was very poetic and even if you were able to get in to the venue like myself i went inside there were also small complaints here and there that i have i think the sound levels in a lot of the stages were oh, actually yes. insane and for uh viewers who don't necessarily understand what i'm talking about with stages so the way the crunchyroll venue was laid out um it had several little stages. Some of them were doing like panels with a voice actors, specifically like Adam Arthur and Yako Kajitan, who are English voice actors for Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, they had that going on. There was also another stage at the opposite end of the venue that were having uh, performances by local Japanese artists like Neonism and Amy's Project. And none of those were, I guess, I don't know the volumes the sound how do i say this really nicely they would the sound levels were just not controlled really well it was very very loud <laughs> yeah it yeah. was very loud very yeah. piercing for the ears almost there was also other stages in the middle where they were doing screenings of like animes mm-hmm. episodes that haven't been released publicly yet so just yes. imagine all of these three sounds all those sounds coming coming in together as you're just trying to like walk around the area it gave like a lot of people headaches myself included yes. i kind of left a bit earlier than expected the but... it was actually it was so loud that um my artist uh table was situated on like a far corner of mm-hmm. the center so it was the furthest away from the stages you could be i could not hear my customers mm. at all like it was that loud and so i believe it was like it was actually so loud that it was uh like violating like the decibel regulations yeah like i read that. actually causing bodily harm um, mm-hmm. for extended periods of time so that wasn't good that was not good and yeah all i can say is that i hope they from everything that happened with day <laughs> one that um the Crunchyroll team that's i guess based here take that as lessons and improve for the next time that is all i can say with all those negative stuff that that's happened. the bad stuff but we want to hear the good stuff now alicia um the good stuff I mean, for me in general, I already had nice high hopes for the Artist Alley and the Artist Alley slash District did not disappoint in mm-hmm. general. They like all the artists that were all there. Amazing. So friendly. Love them the bits. And the artwork that they have is immaculate. And like during that section, it really, I don't know, you kind of feel really in the community, even from someone who is not so active in that said anime community anymore 
still makes you feel very like yeah i don't know it, it just felt like the They're real really friendly experience. You know, you yeah can, you can talk with them and like you buy their stuff and it's like oh i'm supporting like a person yeah exactly you know? it and feels it was good yeah and it was kind of funny because some of the so even though this is like an anime convention some of these souls they do sell they well they sell fan art of anime they also take that opportunity to sell like non-anime related stuff like i saw mm-hmm. one where they were selling prince of stray kids and bts members and oh. i was like wow the clash of two worlds anime k-pop and then the seller oh, was not like so different after all yeah the seller was like yes i'm trying to make people go into the k-pop dark dark black hole that you cannot escape from forever it's just from one the anime black hole to another that's how it works here but um so it's just like really cool to be able to talk with like all these people there and again i mentioned it a little bit earlier there was also a little stage there that had um artists performing that were locally based in australia and mm. one of them in particular um neonism um i was able to see like their performance a bit towards the end they were really good and they were like they're very nice at hyping up the crowd and everything oh. and yeah good stuff that was just a mini little shout out i thought they did really great considering the circumstances that was happening throughout day one they were done really well to like hype up the crowd and stuff like that that were there so it was really nice it's okay yeah it was all right it had good aspects but it also had quite a lot of negative aspects especially if you were there on day one but that is my two cents to all of our listeners here on Asian Pop Nation. It's Leisha here and I'm going to fill in on all of these songs that you heard just now on our show. Firstly, we have the song titled Souvenir by Japanese group Bump of Chicken. And some of you anime aficionados may know that this song is actually the second opening for the anime Spy X Family. I still need to catch up on the first half of Spy X Family, so do not spread any spoilers. Moving along from that, however, we then played a really, really nice track coming from Iruka Police with their song titled Best Friend, which does come from their new LP titled Bad News Punched. So if you're really looking into some fun Taiwanese band to check out, definitely give them a listen. And lastly, we then played the song titled Them by Japanese male artist Fujikaze. And some of you guys would be really familiar with that name because he has been having a big year for himself this year. I swear, like, every single song that comes out from him instantly goes viral online. Like, he's going insane. But alongside with, I guess, other things that go pretty insane, it will be our discussion that we've been having throughout our show so far in regards to the Crunchyroll Expo that occurred in Melbourne a couple weeks ago. And we, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, we are getting back into the conversation right now. So without further ado, let's cut to the tape. Please take it away, the boys, because you two actually know anime <laughs> right well listen ethan i know that you went on sunday right yeah i did that? in fact yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Good. um when i rocked up i rocked up about like half an hour after it officially opened uh-huh. um i didn't see a line outside which is good that's a good oh, start really? yeah i didn't have to see like that noah's ark of a convention of people lining up outside while it rained yeah like, it was quite biblical like, on Saturday. yeah yeah um it's quite scary i think i saw a lot of uh, photos on twitter and like on the news and stuff that was quite mm-hmm. confronting um but yeah it, it was good that they sorted it out i think what they did instead was they got they got another like expo hall 
and they just made it oh, line up in there. Right. Um, and then they just like like yeah just one giant line all the way i think i saw the line um but they managed it better at least and i think people yeah, got yeah. in um so yeah that's a good start people actually got in all right good nice smooth um, entry yeah um so i went with lee as well so one of our other yes. presenters um and i think the first thing we did was we went to the artist alley um oh local yeah yeah um Hell yeah, yeah. I, I definitely agree everyone's really friendly everyone's nice everyone okay no no really seriously good. i agree with you like those artists are just like beyond human like the They're start, so the good. Stuff, oh my yeah God. it's like i was walking around i remembered walking around while everyone was setting up and i was like oh my goodness like human hands made, made that. these yeah, art exactly. pieces like how how in I was, the world i was eavesdropping on a, con- on a conversation with the artists from this guy and they were oh, talking yeah. about this, like one specific print that took him like 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 three months to do three months and there was another oh that God. took him like two years to complete, but I, I assume that means like, he dropped it or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, it's just like the, the dedication to like keep doing something like that is impressive. And it was, it was just really eye-opening to see a lot of people. And they're also friendly. They're so nice. It's good to actually, you know, put a name to a face and like, yeah, actually, for real. you know, transact cash for their work. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I bought JP's art as well. JP Hell yeah, he bought a bunch of stuff. Wait, what print yeah. did you get? Was it, was it um, like a chainsaw man think, you got? Yeah, I, I got your chainsaw man. I got you to sign it as well. Oh yeah, I, I asked, did. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, yeah I asked so him big. if you like squids, and then I got him to draw a squid on top as well. <laughs> yeah, I drew a squid. Yeah. Um, yeah. Squids and games, they're my top two favorite things yeah. in the world. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, um, also, Lee showed me that she got your stuff as well, and I was yeah. like, yeah, artists! Yeah, yeah, it's so fun, you know? We checked out some of the other stores, some of the other exhibits. I think the exhibits were quite mm. interesting. Like, they had a they had a One Piece one, they had a Sword Art Online one. Oh. Um, you know, all, all the anime. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, right. no. They had they had a. I, I saw this with you, JP. We had a, there was a wall where they had like framed artwork of all the yes, artists. Yes, they that did. Was cool. Oh my god, that was so cool! Like that was actually, awesome. those guys actually drew it and put it up on the walls. Yes, yeah, very so impressive. Since Tracy is here and she looks very confused, they got actual artists from very specific anime to like draw on like an A4 piece of paper to just be like, oh, thank you, Crunchyroll, and they drew like a doodle or something. And they had this massive wall where they framed it. Um, which is really awesome. I think every, a lot of people would have liked that a lot. Yeah. Um, what else is that? The Attack on Titan trampoline. Amazing. There was an Attack on Brilliant. Titan trampoline. Please explain what that is. So if anyone has ever been to a shopping center, like a Westfield, and seen like, they have like these trampoline setups where they put you in a harness and they let you jump around. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's that. <laughs> it's just that. And they put like, um, you know, Attack on Titan decor around it. They have like a massive wall with the Titan. Um, it's quite fun. <laughs> I, I didn't try it, but it was it was quite wholesome. I think people, if they follow our Instagram, might have seen it. Um, yeah, about how walked, amazing that is! It was crazy. I walked by it. It was the most surreal feeling ever. It was like some you know, courage the cowardly dog episode. You know, it's just walking by and there's just these grown people like just bouncing up and down. Some of them later. did flips. That was cool. Yeah, they were doing flips. You know, it's like, oh man, I'll make sure to hire these guys when the Titans come. That's for sure. Wait, did I have... you go on it? No, 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 no. did not go. <laughs> did you guys go to like any of like the panels and stuff that they were happening? Because I know Sunday there was a very very popular one that happened. Mm. Inserting oh, a little. Yeah, I unfortunately could not go to many of the events because I was too busy making money. <laughs> Making dough. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Ethan, what about you, Ethan? Yeah, Ethan, uh, did you... yeah, so 
about like an hour in, I see this massive line form, like huge line, and it really? tracks the entire way across the expo. Whoa. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but it was like, it went from like one end to the opposite end. And I went up to it and I was like, what is this line? What are they lining up for? So I uh, follow the line and go all the way to the front. And I asked the, um, like the, the volunteers there, I'm like, what is, what is this line? What are they lining up for? It's, it's the Hollow Live Expo with Rory Calliope yeah. and, and uh, Bales, um, which is crazy. Because for one, they lined up like an hour and a half before the, the panel. And it was a lot of people. <laughs> it was a lot of people. Oh, my right. gosh. Wait, um, do, you know, do you know what actually happened in there? Yeah, so they sang some songs. Oh. Um, they had some banter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think I could hear it from like the artist alley, which I think was interesting. It would have been nice for me to go, but I asked the I asked the volunteer if I could cut the line because I had a media pass, and they said no. <laughs> there was so so I actually asked them. I was like, okay, so what does this media pass actually get you besides the front door, like the main thing? Mm-hmm. And they were like, uh, so you can't take photos at some of the panels. So okay, that's it. I guess. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Just got there by your Yeah, I got told. I got told that as well. My my, <laughs> we, me and my plus one, we were just like standing in that. Like I know the stage that you're referring to, and then I think they were just starting like the JJK panel, and I was I was like, oh, let's think about. It. And the moment my phone, I didn't even have the camera app open, but my phone was just up here, and immediately pressed about. You can't take any photos. I was like, Whoa. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, was, I was just like, oh my, I'm a beautiful. They're like. Uh, 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 and I was like, okay, okay, I, 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 I surrender, and then I just do 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 do. Yeah, well, somehow they knew sensors were on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Hey everybody, you are listening to Asian Pop Nation, the central hub right here on Sin for all things Asian pop culture related and more. My god, I just love saying that tagline because it's true guys, <laughs> just kidding. But welcome back to our show. We just played three really, really nice tracks, starting first with the song titled Sad by SoQ featuring Binny and Choi LB, which comes from their new EP titled Time Traveler. And moving along from that, we then played another song to come out of a Korean artist. This time we have Tama with his song titled Needles. And lastly, we played one of my current favorite songs and October only just started, guys. But we have this really, really nice track to come out of Grant Perez, who is our own local Filipino artist here in Australia with his new song titled Day by Day. Now, if you were tuning into our show a little bit earlier, you would know that we were still in the middle of our discussions about the Crunchyroll Expo that happened in Australia and we are definitely not done yet, but I swear this this is our closing remarks. We're in the end game of the Crunchyroll Expo, so let's just get back into our group discussion right now. What, what do you have to say, JP, as an artist? What do I have to say? Yeah, uh, my angle on it is uh, a little different from everyone else's. First off, um, entry wasn't as much of a problem for me because, you know, I got to go in and set up, you know, whatever. That's what it was. Um, but do you have a in back terms of... Or do you just go in like everyone else? I think uh, there's a there's a back entrance when you're loading things in because there is uh, the day before the event they do open these big roller doors that you can walk through and like load stuff in. So yep. that's pretty cool. But uh, after that, no, we just walk through the front line. Um, uh, like what? we have exhib- yeah, we have exhibitor passes and like we okay. just flash it and they go like, all right, get in, and then you know we go in. That's what we do. Um, but in terms of my actual 
experience as an artist in the Crunchyroll Expo. Yes, it is very much as like Leisha and Ethan said, everyone was so nice. Like it was so nice. It was almost like it was too much. Like, you know, when you eat too many cakes, it's like, oh, it's like, it's so sweet. I'm getting sick. Like, I'm sick of these people. They're so nice. And so friendly. Like, oh, my God. Um, but yes, it was really cool. It was so interesting um, to know that, like, a lot of the people that I saw on the artist tables were people I, were, I was already following on Instagram. Right. And there were people that had already been following me. I was like, oh, damn, I know you by your Internet name. <laughs> You know, um, but yeah, you call each other by their Discord usernames. <laughs> Almost, actually, there was one person where I was like, "Wait, what's your actual name?" I can't be calling you like you know, uh, you know, anime lover sixty nine or something. I can't, I can't be doing that in real life. What's your actual name? Um, but yeah, that was um, that was really nice um, to have. In terms of the other stuff, though, outside of Artist Alley, um, I don't know. I went through a lot of the vendors. Um, and of course, the vendors, they always sell really, really cool stuff uh, there. I got myself uh, two Attack on Titan swords. Um, Did you actually? Uh, yeah, actually. Yeah. Do you want so, mine? Do you want a third one? Do you, you want, want my a Attack third one? Sword? Yeah, sure. Why not? I'll, yeah, do actually, like, I'll give you mine. I'm, I'm not, it's just collecting dust in my house. <laughs> what? Really? And also in the venue, they literally have like a weapons checking area. Yeah. So. Oh, really? They did? They did in the front. It's right next to like the info booth where we had to get the media passes. So I was, oh. just like, I was just staying on the side there and like people in their little cosplays, but they have like a styrofoam sword, but like they have to like go. Oh, it's like going through the airport, you know, uh, open your bags or uh, here it is. My like, I swear, anime this, spear. <laughs> this, this is from an anime. You yeah, wouldn't know. My, my spear from Genshin Impact, you know. <laughs> um, but no, they're not metal. They're actually made out of hard foam. So it's like, yeah, so it's solid, um, solid enough that like if you hit it against something, it won't break. And like you can hit people safely with it, you know, um, in terms of the other things they had, they had these little gacha machines, you know, you put some coins in, twist it, boom, you get a little capsule. I got myself a really cute little uh, alien. So a little white fluffy alien like this, it's crying. Um, it was very cute. Um, they have those things in Melbourne Central too now. Like really? Yes, yeah. they do. They yes. do. There is a little like pop-up store. It's like really pink. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Really pink, and I feel like they have a lot of collections of different like anime characters or just like normal animated. Characters. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alicia was right because the actual I think the one that JP's referring to, I saw the name. It's the same company as the one in Melbourne Center. Oh, really? So that that was just their little oh. promo moment. Like, hey, oh, <laughs> but yes, wow. <laughs> Oh, how the turntables. I don't know how that phrase works. Uh, other things I bought, though. I bought myself... Um, I don't know if you can see that behind me, but there's this little cat mask I bought. Um, but what you can actually... It's not just a cat mask. If you press a button, it glows. Like, there's a neon glowing... Actually, hold up. Do you want me to get it? You got this uh, mask here. You know, nice-looking Japanese design. You know, porcelain white with some splashes of red in the color. But you press this little button, boom. Ew. It glows, so you can even uh. Press oh my god! Button. It flickers. It flash around, yeah. So like this is like some bank robbery stuff, you know. You go in wearing yeah. this. <laughs> it's a serial killer. Yeah, serial killer mask. In terms of my whole experience, it was despite the setbacks that we had on Saturday, which um, sadly I didn't really feel much because I was an artist. That's great. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
That's well, good though. That's good yeah. when artists and things were running a bit smoothly. Yeah. So actually, no. In some bits, it wasn't because mm-hmm. um, a lot of the things that we were promised, we actually did not get. Mm-hmm. Um, like for example, in our package, we were told that we would get these uh, cool big white signs with our names printed on them. Um, oh. We did not have them. Yeah, I was going to say, I did not see that. <laughs> yeah, um, I think some tables uh, were actually shorter than advertised in it, 1.8 meters. But then some people realized, oh, our tables are short. Oh, God, that's oh, not, God. Good. not good. Yeah. yeah, and I think there was even one corner with a bunch of just empty stalls. Oh, yeah, uh, that I, I yeah, saw. Someone a posted a photo yeah. and they're like, I'm standing at a spot where an artist should be. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, my God. How could I forget this as well? For on my end... Um, as an artist, I was actually only informed that we got a table about three days off from the event. Yes, I heard yeah, that. That was a big thing. So my friend, um, she was actually the one that was offered a table. And I was like, hey, the event's happening in three days. You want a table? <laughs> and um, she contacted me in the middle of the night. And she's like, oh, my God, uh, do you want a table with me? We have like two days. But uh, you wanna? I was like, hell yeah, let's go. And so the next two days, I neglected my assignments and scrambled to get my prints printed and get all my stuff ready. Now, that was pretty stressful, uh, but we managed to do it. Uh, But I don't know. You know, okay, despite all those negatives, I had a good time. It was a good time. It was, uh, you know, the people were friendly, you know, talking to customers, talking to other artists, you know, just walking around with Attack on Titan swords and a serial killer mask. Felt good. That's good to hear. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I agree. It's good to hear that at least someone had fun. Um, the artist. <laughs> someone uh, had fun. <laughs> hey, I'm sure Ethan also had It was fun. an interesting event. Like, yeah. It was good to do something that we don't normally do. And I think, the, uh, like, honestly, the fact that they learned so fast, like, from the first day, and they were able to fix it the second day, like, honestly, that in itself is quite impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. Yeah. Yeah, credit where it's due, man. We've lambasted them too much, I think. No, I think we didn't go hard enough. Leisha, <laughs> oh, <laughs> your people. You get the emails. Yeah. I, I, oh, oh, you want to talk about the emails? Oh. What? <laughs> no. Oh my god. I, this stuff I cannot do. Right ed- editor, now. editor, cut everything that I no, just. I'm leaving this in. I'm leaving this. No, in. no, please. No, my rep is gone. <laughs> please. APM will cease to exist, guys. No, my yeah, everything. Cancel us. It will hunt us down and it'll be the end. But I got my attack on Titan swords. They can't get me. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yes, that was Crunchyroll. Um, Very dicey. Very dicey and interesting event. But uh, in the end, uh, it got through. You know, it happened. Yeah, things happened. The manage, how do you call it? The management team. uh, They managed to learn by the second day, which is very good. And, you know, uh, I think the general pattern is that whenever a new event does happen usually the first time around it's very rough um mm. so i think the next time this does happen here in australia is going to be a lot more smoother yeah. um but yes uh congratulations to crunchyroll for doing it i guess i don't know i had a good time a lot of people had a good time and uh yeah glad it happened if looking you forward to the rest yeah that's right looking forward to everything you know so if you uh listener actually went to Crunchyroll itself or heard any interesting stories of your own about it, let us know on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Asian Pop Nation. You are tuning into Asian Pop Nation right here on Sin, where you just heard a collection of songs which were all picked by some of our listeners on our show. 
Thank you so much for those requests, by the way. We first played two song requests from our listener, Andrew, with the first song being the song titled Hard to Love by Blackpink. But the song was actually sung by one of the members from Blackpink, Rosé. And then moving along from that, we then played the song titled Let Me Let You Go by One OK Rock. And then moving along from that, we then played two song requests coming from our listener, Matthew. Firstly, with the song titled Fragile by Lionette Girl. And secondly, the song titled MDD Syndrome by My Dear Darling. Now you guys may have thought that we were done with our little like three-part series or two-part series for this episode, but you will be wrong as we are about to enter into our little two-part series talking about the Netflix to Doom event. And if some of you guys don't really know what those words mean specifically, don't worry, the To Doom title also kind of confused me a little bit, but that is actually the sound that you hear when you first open the Netflix app, you know, the little dun-dung sound. Yes, so they've taken that sound and use it as a title for their Netflix To Doom event. And our team here at APN are going to do a little bit of a deep dive on some shows and series that interest us. So let's cut to them right now. So what has been dubbed as the global fan event for Netflix users, the 2022 Netflix To Doom event made its big return on September 24th, where over 120 new shows and movies got introduced through that particular weekend. Now, this event also showcased a lot of exclusive news, never-before-seen footage, trailers, first looks, and even interviews with some of Netflix's biggest stars and creators. So, of course, APN, uh, we are planning to talk about some of the content that is making its way onto the platform very soon. There is a lot of content coming from the US and Europe, but there's also a lot of stuff from a lot of Asian countries as well, like India, Korea, and Japan. We'll talk about a lot of these in more detail, but just some things that have come to mind for me. Squid Game Season 2. I know JP's excited for that one. We've got a teaser for Allison, The Borderlands Season 2, and the Gudetama live-action movie. Yeah, a lot of exciting stuff. Is there anything you guys are particularly interested in? Dude, the Gudetama one looks so sick. I had no idea. Yeah, I remembered we talked about that show. A while ago and oh yeah no we did talk about this series specifically but at the time it was just like a tiny tiny teaser yeah it was, it was like what was it yeah it, it was, like, it was just a 10 second teaser of like a real life egg cracking open and it was just like Gudetama saying his catchphrase but this one was yeah. like a full-fledged trailer and you actually got to see the journey yeah going through. i can't yeah, dude i completely forgot it was like it didn't say it was going to be a live action did they I don't remember. It was supposed to be a hybrid between like the animation and real life. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like it's like that. a SpongeBob movie, you know? Yeah. And, like, 3D Gudetama <laughs> and the little yellow chick thing. Like, you know, they're going off into the big wide world of Japan to look for their mom. Yes. It's like, what and, is this? Yeah. And like the SpongeBob one, David Hasselhoff will totally just make a grand appearance. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. 100%. yeah <laughs> that, that's a lie, guys. But yeah, it does actually look really cute. I don't know why yeah. I had like low expectations from that time we saw that singular trailer, but it is actually quite cute. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to Alex in the Borderlands season two too because I've been waiting for a year. Oh, oh my, my goodness! God. Yeah, I remember watching a few episodes of that. That was pretty cool. That was yeah. like the death game thing, right? Yeah, it is kind of like that. Yeah, kind of, kind of like Squid Game, but more you can say fictional. More lasers. Yeah. Yeah, more lasers. I'm going to watch that after recording. 
<laughs> and there's also very great news uh, about Indian actresses and actors uh, getting into um, English plays. Like Alia Bhatt is said to be part of main cast for Netflix's new action spy thriller film called Heart of Stone, also starring Gal Gadot and Jamie Dornan. And if you don't know who Alia Bhatt is, she's a British actress of Indian descent who is lead for her 2022 film Gangu by Khatia Wadi. That's a hard name to say, which you can watch on Netflix too. A lot of my friends watched it and they really liked it, but I still haven't watched it. Me too. Yeah, it's been on like my watch list for so long ever since it came out this year. And I've heard like nothing but praise. And yeah, she, the actress that we mentioned, she plays like the main character. And everyone says like, ooh, yeah, she did amazing in 11 out of 10. So hopefully with this, like, I guess you would use the term a bit more of like a Hollywood blockbuster movie that those acting skills that everyone really loved can also be shown in this one because... Like, not gonna lie, this reminds me of when, like, Tanush, who's, like, another actor, was in The Grey Man, which is this Hollywood film, got, like, Brian Gosling, Chris Evans and stuff, and he had, like, max, like, two-minute screen time for a long movie, and that was, like, earth-shattering, heartbreaking. Was he the assassin that helped Chris Evans? Yes, in the movie, he's like, you know when Chris Evans' character was like, oh, my sexy Tamil friend, but he's yes. like, yes. but yeah. he pronounced it completely wrong in the video. I don't want to get technical about it. But yeah, that's him, Anush. So I hope in this case that Alibat, she has way more screen time and her character actually has a very, very strong presence with the story. Yeah, because like she's such a good actor. I've been seeing her like since I was young. And like I've been a really good fan of her. So I hope she gets more lines. Yes, exactly. Also, one thing that my parents have been saying it like every single day is a Pakistani actor called Humayu Said is said to play Dr. Hasnat Khan in Crown Season 5. So basically, this character is someone who had a relationship with Diana, Princess Diana, for two years. Are you excited for his, like, role in that? I know you mentioned that your parents are like, wow, but do you feel that same excitement as well? Yeah, because he's such a popular actor in Pakistan. And I like how, like, in the whole, like, 2022, I've seen that Pakistani actors have been going out in the Hollywood field and, like, promoting a lot of Pakistani culture and stuff. Because also there was this um, series by Marvel called Miss Marvel that was, like, entirely based on a Pakistani family. And there was a lot of Pakistani actors. So it feels very happy to like see my culture being promoted like worldwide. So yeah, I'm very happy about it. Oh, not um, Asian. Um, but I saw oh, that yes. Del Toro was making a stop motion adaptation of Pinocchio. Yes, JP Ooh. has been hyped about this one off air. And now this is your chance. Yeah, now I'm hyped. Dude, I love the story of Pinocchio, even though the only form of it I've consumed is like the old Disney one. But man, that was a good film. And um, Del Toro, legendary director, you know, has really cool ideas involved in so many cool projects in the past. And now, you know, he's bringing his own artistic vision to Pinocchio. It's like, oh, damn. Oh, my God. It's stop motion, man. They're moving. And they're so smooth too. Like imagine the labor required to make those characters move like that. Like I saw a behind the scenes video for how they went about making the Pinocchio movie. They have to make like different sizes of Pinocchio depending on the shot. Cause like there's a cricket there, right? So they had to make a cricket that's this size 
And so in relation to that, they have to make like a really big Pinocchio in order to fit him in the shot. It's like, whoa. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, that's got me giddy. Apart from Squid Game, we have three renewals of Korean TV shows. Korean TV shows have been really well lately. I think Attorney Wu is still like in the top 10 worldwide and it has been for like the past 12 weeks. So we have renewals for Sweet Home, All of Us Are Dead, and DP. Um, these are all like kind of like dramatic thriller sort of that side of tv uh sweet home is like basically the walking dead if it was a k-drama all of us are dead is that it's about like a high school that gets overrun by zombies it was really popular for a while at the beginning of this year uh, we also have dp which is about the korean military and how it sucks the soul out of everyone yes dude it. i've been seeing previews of that all over netflix and i'm kind of tempted I saw like the first episode and it was very like how to say it? gruesome maybe like because they're like beating people up and like punishing like people very badly. Yeah, like, yeah. That's how movie has to be tough. Yeah, so I stopped it. It felt weird. Really? It was really popular in Korea because all men go through the military and they all absolutely hate it. So it's like cathartic perhaps oh, um, right. experience for them, but it's really, 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 really grim and it's not light watching at all. There's also like a new variety show that's like coming up called Korea Number One. So basically, um, it's like a variety show with the famous comedian Yu Jae-sook, excellent comedian Lee Kwang-soo, and female professional volleyball player Kim Yeon Kwang. But basically, they go around to different traditional like owners of shops and they like try to like learn those traditional techniques and stuff. I feel like their basic aim is to like promote their culture, especially those traditional things that are dying. Is it like a craftsman's thing? Like they go around learning certain crafts, like how to make. Yeah, 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 like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's crazy because UJ Silk already has like a million shows already. Uh, That's so Netflix true. Netflix must have paid him millions and millions for him to start a new one. Any show with UJ Silk will have like a bunch of people wanting to join the show just because it's UJ Silk and. I think it, it sounds like it's going to be fun and good and comfy. Hello, hello, dear listeners. You are listening to Asian Pop Nation here with myself, Leisha, plus the rest of our APN team, who you'll definitely get to hear a little bit later after we go through these songs that we just played. Firstly, we played the song titled Let's Go to the West Side by Korean artist Cherry Boy 17 featuring Touch the Sky, which comes from his new LP titled Cherry Boy World. And then moving along from that, we then played the song titled TTFU, which comes from a very, very big collaboration between Simon Dominic, Loco, Wu, and Kugi. And not gonna lie, I have heard the song many, many times. My cousin is a very big fan, so shout out to him. And moving along from that, we then played the song title Cliff by Heshi featuring Skinny Brown, which comes from his new LP titled Sin City. We definitely played a big variety of Korean songs just now, and I feel like that's a really nice segue considering we are going to be continuing our Netflix to Doom discussion session, but specifically talking about some Korean shows making their way soon, like this very interesting show called Physical 100, but also sharing some of our thoughts in regards to the whole Squid Game Season 2 revival and a Squid Game related thing that they haven't actually mentioned during the event, but 
it did remind us about it, which is the Squid Game reality show. It's a lot of Squid Game, not surprisingly enough. But let's jump into our team discussion right now. For my fellow listeners out there who maybe you hear all these shows and stuff and you're like, okay, this sounds great and nice, but I am a fan of shows like, I don't know, Survival amazing race and stuff like you're very into the survival reality series watching people suffer for the sake of reality tv <laughs> well there is also this show which we got a bit of a sneak peek for and it's called physical 100 if we had one of our presenters lee here she would definitely talk a lot about this because it's it's interesting i say that very lightly but if you watch like the trailer, it's like a three minute thing online you just type it up it is quite intense it has 100 competitors from quote unquote all walks of life and they're essentially going through the series of seeing who has the quote unquote perfect physique yeah survival of the fittest type of situation it looks insane jp what do you think i will stand in for lee here this looks sick <laughs> this looks so sick i would watch it oh my god dude like watching through the teaser it had really big uh, squid game vibes in the beginning because he had all these guys they walk into a room and they have the announcer with the distorted voice like welcome uh oh you shall be the most physique i don't know and <laughs> <laughs> the most of it is sick. I don't know, man. But like, uh, looking through the teaser, from what I can glean, it's basically a lot of very strength-based competitions that all the 100 competitors uh, kind of participate in. Uh, some of them including like hanging from a bar for as long as possible, or like wrestling in the mud and like trying to get a ball and throw in a goal or something. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's great. You know, as an artist myself as well, I really do enjoy watching muscular people uh, move around. Not for because, research. like, yeah, for research, of <laughs> course. You know, like, I really love studying the anatomy. You know, of uh, the the oh, muscles, the rippling flesh. Yes, they're rippling Study flesh. Hard. Yeah, you know, I I really look closely at Alicia. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> Come I can't on, defend you, you agree with me, right? You agree with me. I defend you JP. what do you mean you can't <laughs> defend me look at their muscles dude i know it's there's a literal scene where just a bunch of them are like taking their shirts off i i yeah. see it i get it it's like damn nice good work you know like it takes yeah. effort it does it, there. it yeah. does but then like the next scene right after i'm seeing them like wrestling in the mud and i'm like oh that's wow. awesome man it's like mma but like weird <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, I does it does this trailer actually tell what's like the prize? What do you get? Because the prize of being the top uh alpha Korean, <laughs> I don't know. Because from what I guess, the only consolation they get is just like, oh yes, again, like you say, I am just alpha. Yeah, <laughs> you become Korea. Sigma Korean. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> But like you mentioned, this also at the very beginning did remind me of like Squid Game. But then it also reminded me that Netflix are actually doing a Squid Game reality show. So Oh yeah, they are. They yeah. are. It wasn't announced during the event or anything, because I think there's still costing for it at the moment. But watching this made me think like, damn, the how's the Squid Game thing gonna top what I'm looking at my screen right now? Which are just these muscular people battling out to again 
as JP said in quote, the most physique. <laughs> yep, Squid Game's trash. Watch Fiscal 100. <laughs> I literally got like a recommendation of the costing videos, like last few days of the costing for the Squid oh my Game. God. Oh. Yeah, because they're like, I think it's a worldwide costing too, with that, the Squid Game one in particular. So, uh, hmm. But they're going to make it like safe, not as the show was so deadly. So. I know. I was like, people, people literally die. Um, and, and you get more money when people die <laughs> in that Squid Game world. So, yeah, they're definitely going to make it nice, more wholesome. But also, I guess the stakes have to be high as well. I don't know. I feel weird with that reality TV show. Kind of beats the whole purpose of the season, <laughs> that initial season. But whatever. Okay, wait. I just have a question to ask around the table. Because for me, I know my own answer about this, but like for you guys, with Squid Game in particular, what's people's excitement level with season two? Like, I just want to gauge the room. I'm kind of like worried if it would not be as good as season one, because originally, originally they didn't really plan to take out the season two. Like later on, they were like, okay, we'll make season two. So I don't know if it would be as the standard because they like kind of forced it to make it. Mm. It wasn't already planned. So I don't know, but I was, I'm still looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to Ronald McDonald, like, beating up everyone. Excuse you know? me? <laughs> no, he's got Ronald McDonald hair now, doesn't he? Oh, right, yeah, yes, the character, you right. Know? I was like, what are we talking about? What's happening? Yeah, no, the... the uh, yeah, Lee Jung-jae's character. You think he he's going to put hair. on, like, clown makeup and go, it's Ronalding time, and, you know... Ronald them. I don't oh know. my god, JP, are you giving spoilers for season two? Are you in that writing room right now? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually the lead writer. <laughs> but Tracy, Ethan, I'm curious about you guys. Because again, for me personally, like with the To Doom event and stuff like that, I know some people were like, oh yes, this is the chance, like Squid Game 2 content. But for me, I was just like, bro, I'm done with Squid Game. <laughs> I, I was just looking more forward to the To Doom event for like, new stuff like with Squid Game I was like been there done that I don't care but what about you two well I think the this wasn't I don't think I talked about this at to do but uh the Squid Game live action wait no I mean the Squid Game reality show I think it'll be great um if they sort of merged it with the sort of girls planet 999 concept <gasps> so <laughs> you vote for your favorite contestant to win and they all get <laughs> together <laughs> And they do like a war dance at the beginning. Um, yeah, I think that'd be great. Wait, that you might be right because the girls, but like initially the voting system, well, like you can vote like the which trio you like the most as well, and then from there it slowly went to like individual. So wait, that's kind of genius. <laughs> Tracy's in the Squid Game reality TV show writing room, and JP's at like the Squid Game season yeah, yeah, yeah. two writing room. <laughs> Specifically, they have to do like the dumb challenges and egg girl and all that stuff. <laughs> uh, I think that would enrich my viewing experience quite a lot. Um, <laughs> it so, would really amp up the apocalyptic and oh my god, that Squid Game has. Yeah, it'd be great. We're just excited for like the prospects of the reality TV show, how chaotic it will be, and then the show itself is just like it's there, cool. I hope it's really weird um, because it's happening either way, you know? Mm-hmm. We can't stop it. The squids yeah. will be doing the squids they and the games will be doing the games. The games demand to be played. 
I, I, I don't know where they're going with Squid Game Season 2, like the actual show. Because um, maybe it's because we've talked about it like every week. Every season, there's at least one every Squid season, Game segment. Every week, there's another Squid Game. There's another, <laughs> do you like squids? This is, like, I, I'm kind of like, I have no idea where they're going to go with Squid Game. The only thing I can see, like reasonably see, is if they do like a worldwide event, like if they do it in America or if they do it in Mexico. I, yeah, I, I don't know. It feels like they're just retreading old ground, and I don't like when they just, like, do stuff. You know what I think is really cool? I was talking to someone in class today about this show. I don't know if you guys know what Psych is. It's, like, a true crime, but it's, like, a sitcom. Anyway, the point okay. is, there was one episode they did where it was, like, a live event. So it's a scripted episode, but yeah. they had a live event where people could tweet in. And then oh. the most popular ending, they edited the ending in. So they filmed like four different endings or something. And then they just swapped the ending out for whichever one, like, like in the moment. And I think it'd be really cool if they did something like that or like Bandersnatch. If you guys oh. know what that is, where they just made it interactive. Because um, the irony is, I don't know if I can say this on air. The irony is not lost on me on the fact that the show is about Koreans killing each other for like a bunch of rich white people when... Squid Game basically became popular. <laughs> Can I say this on air? I might edit this out. I mean, it's edit the plot. Edit it's, this out. It's the plot. Like, like... Yeah, I, it's just like the, the whole like irony of like people just watching this for entertainment when it's kind of critiquing that. Um, I think they should lean on that more naked, like interactive or something. Or like, hey, you designed oh. your own Squid Game. I, I don't know. You, the viewer, were the villain all the long. You are the Squid Game. This. Yeah, exactly. You are the Squid Game. Oh my god, actually, that's sick. Investors, <laughs> you better listen. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be funny if they did like a, they did like a. Oh, you know, we found who the real villain is, and then just do a black screen so all the viewers <laughs> get their own reflection <laughs> for like a oh, full minute. They're just like, no. what's happening? Oh. And they've got like the big like YouTube red arrows as well. They're like this guy, this guy. <laughs> Hell yeah, I think that would be awesome. Netflix. Netflix hire us. Hire us. <laughs> yeah, Actually, hire us. we all want jobs. Yo, yo, they can put like a squid, like a squid Snapchat filter over the faces as well. Like, <laughs> think about that. Like, you are the real squid. <laughs> this is not going the the way I thought this would be. Anyway, should we wrap up? Yes, yeah, that's right. yes Let's we wrap can. Up. Let's wrap up. Cool. So if you would like to be in the next Squid Game, hit us up on Asian Pop Nation at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we will send your application over to Netflix. Cool. Hell yeah. Bye. Squids. Greetings to everyone who is listening to us right now here on Asian Pop Nation, whether live on air or on our podcast. It's Leisha here, the executive producer of APN, who is here to fill in on all of the songs that you heard just now. We firstly played the song titled Poor Connection by the female artist Aisha before moving along with another incredible track, this time coming from Sanjana with her song titled Can't Hold You. And then finally, we ended off our trio of songs with the song titled Whiskey and Coke, by Thai Japanese artist Hina No, which comes from her new EP titled Tomorrow I Will Never Be 22. Thank you so much to all of our listeners for tuning in to our show tonight as we have reached the end of our first episode for our final run of 2022. Oh my god, that is such an insane sentence to say altogether. 
But just for a little recap, we firstly introduce you guys to the start of our final season of 2022 by talking through some of our weird thoughts about the final season, as well as introducing our new APN member, Alushba. My god, so excited to have her on our team. And moving along from that, we then talked about some really big events that occurred throughout the past couple of weeks, such as the Crunchyroll Expo that occurred, as well as the Netflix to Doom event. So once again, thank you so much for joining not just myself, of course, but our APN team of Tracy, JP, Ethan, and Lishba. And before we go, we of course got a few songs that we want to play for you guys. Starting first with the song titled Only You by Indonesian artist Asia Kevo. And her voice is just, oh my god, it's so good in the song. You guys just have to listen. And of course, remember, you can always tune in to Asia Pop Nation every Tuesday from 8pm onwards right here on Sin. And for bonus content, you can always follow us at Asian Pop Nation on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And of course, listen to our Asian Pop Nation podcast available anywhere and everywhere you stream your podcasts. Good night, everyone, and happy October!